Hey everybody, this is uh, Chris, and uh, I want to start the new podcast. This is going to be called uh, AZ Mongo's Podcast. So really what I want to do is kind of touch base with people. It's going to be, the beginning stages of the podcast is going to be about the values of different things that the world needs. And I think that there's a lot of things we can do to teach people about the benefits and the difference between higher education and trade school education. So currently, right now, in the marketplace, there's a huge shortage of labor work. Now, when you think labor work, you automatically think, oh my gosh, it's going to be crazy, hard grind, and stuff like that. But that's that's not always the case. And now, the way I look at things is higher education is great, whether it's a trade school, like plumber, electrician, one of the journeyman-style jobs. And then there's the higher education with a degree program, bachelor's, you know, um, master's, doctorate degree. Now, what we need to look into and how we can compare these two is future job styles. So the way things are working right now is you look at, we'll say, the construction industry. No matter how we pay attention to the construction industry, we realize that people are going to need a place to live. People are going to need equipment to be running correctly. People are going to need these things no matter what part of their life they're in. Now, the great thing about that is it's a lot of those jobs that can't be replaced by robots. I don't believe that a robot can replace a plumber. I don't believe that a robot can replace a electrician, a plumber. So if you look at the current situation in the world right now, there's the shortage mostly in the trade industries. Now, if you watch any kind of TV or any kind of advertisement, you're going to see a lot of things for higher education. Now, with that higher education, you're going to see things like go to school to get your criminal justice degree, which hasn't been as popular as it was 10 years ago. But what happens is we find these trends for the higher education then everybody jumps aboard these higher education trends as far as what kind of jobs are going to be available in the marketplace. Once those jobs get noticed and the schools jump onto this, then a lot of people jump on the ship to get a degree in that field. Then what's happening is that field becomes saturated with people pursuing the same thing. So a lot of those jobs get filled quickly. Now a lot of people have a lot of money invested in this higher education, but they're not able to find a job to satisfy what they feel they've learned and deserve going to school for it because there's hundreds of thousands of other people who've done the exact same thing. So that in turn gives the employer the advantage to capitalize on the amount of people trying to be involved in that career choice to the point of where they can pretty much decipher the pay scale because no matter what, they're going to be able to fill their slots. Now, when it comes to the trade side of things, there's a lot of things with the trade industry that is hard for people to find and seek. And there's a lot of things that are hard for people to decipher what makes a trade good for them. Now, 
I understand that not everybody's mechanically inclined. I understand that not everybody understands how plumbing works or has the ability to pick that up in a heartbeat. I'm one of those people. I am not good at mechanical stuff. Now, I'm not saying that I can't learn how to do it. I just know it's a lot more complicated and difficult for me to learn it than somebody else. Now, with that being said, we can look into we can look into what other kind of trades are available that might suit your needs. Now, like I was talking about earlier with the that we'll talk about in the construction industry mostly. So right now we have crazy statistics all over the board about the amount of homes that are being built, the amount of of construction that's going on, but what a lot of the construction industries are lacking is labor. And labor can go anywhere from people that dig holes in trenches to people to put in framing, roofs, all that good stuff that you need for a house. So why is that important to our generations that are coming out and joining the world now? So we'll take the millennial population because that seems to be a very popular topic throughout the um, the different organizations and different things. And so what are we going to do with that? Um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The thing that we have to look at is how is this going to be beneficial in the marketplace as people grow up. Now, kids these days are being pushed into higher education, which is great, but, you know, 15, 20 years ago, a high school diploma held a ton of merit. You know, that was one of your differentiators. Nowadays, you know, people got pushed into the higher education realm, and now an associate's degree is not even as differentiable, which isn't even a word, sorry. It doesn't even differentiate you as much as a high school diploma now, because people pretty much say, well, everybody has a associate's degree. So a lot of people are pursuing bachelor's degrees. Now, I'm not telling anybody not to pursue higher education by any means. I feel that higher education, whether it is a trade school or it is a uh, traditional college degree or college diploma, they're both important. But when you can look into it and realize that you can make the same amount of money, if that's your concern, doing stuff in the trade field, then you can kind of compare what you're able to do in life versus what somebody else is able to do in life. So if we go and talk about electricians, so there's different processes throughout being an electrician. You know, you pretty much become a, a grunt, and as you're learning the electrician trade, you know, you're in the beginning stages. You might be the person who's stripping wires. You might be the person who's carrying product. You might be the person who's doing one of those things. But as you progress and then somebody else comes and joins that same job or that same field, then you get moved up the ladder a little bit because you're seniority and you learn a little bit more and you figure out how to do a little bit more. And so you move up to your journeyman status. And then as a journeyman, you have to do time and show your skill in that trade 
in order to progress and move further. Then you become a master electrician. Once you become a master electrician, then not only are you able to teach people below you, but you can also have that credibility behind you and have the chance to go anywhere. So if you want to move to another location, nobody's going to say no to a master electrician. When I say nobody's going to say no, I'm meaning that your skill choice is easier to find a job where someone has a need because you have that master behind you. That's the same merit and the same weight as a doctor degree when it comes to that education. So, and the trades pay very well, maybe not as much in the beginning, but if somebody can tell me a job where they can right in the beginning make a ton of money, I think we'd all jump aboard that. Now, granted, there's stuff like sales and people do MLM and all that other good stuff and some people are successful and others aren't. But when you first get your degree from a college, a traditional college, a lot of people run into the same issues that no matter what, they're expecting a certain amount of pay, they're expecting a certain amount of stuff because they feel they've deserved it or they feel they've earned it by going to school. But the sad reality is, is you not you have not necessarily earned it or entitled to it just because you have a degree. So what happens is a lot of people are pushed out and left with a ton of debt because they feel like they're entitled to something and they don't want to pick a job to get them through when they think they deserve that higher position. Now, with the trade industry, if it takes you a year to get become a certified welder, a certified electrician, a certified operator, you know, any of these different things, I know I'm not for sure 100% of it's a year, I can do the research and get back to you on that, but with that degree or that certification, with the need of people in that industry, you're looking to find a job that pays a lot better in the beginning and it only progress to a job that pays better in the long run in the beginning than when you first start out in a business management degree or a degree that that is kind of saturated. And it's kind of interesting if you look out throughout history because in the beginning of this whole trade versus uh, higher education thing, in the beginning, there was an oversaturation of labor-style workers, you know, from the industrial era to the different factories, the different things like that. There was a huge boom and a huge push, and less people had what you'd call a college traditional education. You know, that was that was a huge deal then. Now as times progressed, we've kind of reverted back, and now there's a ton of people that are going to school and getting higher education, but there's less people getting involved with the trades. Now, an important thing to look at is with technology, what jobs can be replaced by robots? And we're already seeing that portion of things when it comes to well, even say McDonald's, for example. McDonald's is having automated systems where you can put your order in and it goes back. So there's things that are slowly winding down. Um, look at the Amazon clicking thing where you can go into a grocery store, you can go to a place and just scan your stuff as you walk to the aisle and walk out the door. There's not a need for a front desk teller anymore. You know, the ATM was a huge thing when the ATM came out, the automated teller machine um 
So automation is a real thing, and automation is going more and more and more as the time and the world and technology progresses. So when you're looking at your education, because it's a huge investment, and education is a gigantic investment for anybody. There's a good amount of money involved. There's a good amount of time involved. There's a good amount of sacrifice involved. So when it comes to you and your higher education, what do you want to see in your future? Are you concerned or worried about a robot replacing you? Um, I don't. I personally don't think any time in the very near future that we're going to have um, robotic doctors. You know, it's it's possible that we have them. There, there's a there's a chance. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I don't see it in the very near future. But we're even getting to the point of automated cars, and if you kind of look back into to cartoons and different things, uh, the Jetsons is something I like to reference because as we fill and progress the amount of stuff on land, the only way to way to move is up, and if you look at anywhere from apartment buildings to, to condos that are inside buildings, we're already moving up. We just haven't had a solid base in the sky, for that matter, a solid city in the sky that's supported in the sky. We have houses in the sky. We have things like that when it comes to these huge buildings. So, like I said, my biggest concern is automation and what can't be automated. We're even seeing it to the point now, and, and, and I think this is another thing that makes complications in the trade industry, is in the generations, kids and, and younger people in the generation don't have as much face-to-face -face contact as they did 20 years ago. So, me personally, I'm towards the end of the millennium spectrum, right? I'm almost 32 years old, and I'm towards the end of the millennial spectrum. Now, I have a 14-year-old son, and he's still considered part of or close to the uh, millennial generation. I think he might be more towards um, generation, what is it, Z, Y or Z, whatever code name they gave. But... Kids don't have as much personal interaction as they used to. I can't say all kids, because you still have kids that live out in the sticks, out in the boonies, that grow up country, farmers, stuff like that, which is great. Um, and I don't, there's a good portion of our farming industry that's never going to be able to be replaced by robots. They have machines that make the process easier, but there still has to be somebody to tend to the field. Um, but kids don't have as much interpersonal communication now. You can do job applications, they're almost Every company you do a job application for, that application is done online. There's still some paper um, things, but it's not as much as it used to be. Now, when I say this, it's because a lot of these these jobs these days, you can get an interview over a video platform, whether it's Skype or you know Facebook Messenger. However, you go to Indeed, you go to one of these places, you, you put a digital resume up, your digital uh, resume gets blasted. And then you can have a, a video conference and, and get an interview through a video interview. Um, but the trade industry isn't as up-to-date as the rest of the world when it comes to technology. In my opinion, I'm not saying all jobs, right? 
but I'm saying a good portion of people are still in that old school mentality. They want a nice firm handshake and know you're loyal and know you're going to show up and you're not searching for the next best thing, which granted, if the next best thing presents itself to you, who's not going to take the next best thing? But I challenge you to look into and pay attention to what you want to do in your life and what in your life is valuable to you that if you're going to sacrifice your time and sacrifice your money, that you're going to get the most out of it. Now, not everybody in the world is about money. Me personally, I'm not a huge person that says I have to be a millionaire because to me, my most valuable object to me is my time because you can replace money, you can replace material things, but you can't replace your time. So that's what I hold value. So when I chose my education, when I chose my field, then I chose what is going to be a good balance of time and a good balance of money. We all know you have to have money to survive in the world. That's just the way it is. But if you can learn to leverage your time, invest your time to make money, but then have a return on investment on your time, then you're able to do more things that you will appreciate later on. Um, A little background on me. I spent seven years in the military. I spent um, two years over in Germany, which was a fantastic time. And I was a military police officer like my other podcast buddy, uh, Cox from Cox Talks. Make sure you check out Cox Talks if you're into sports, news talk, radio, things like that. Cox does a lot of that kind of um, jazz for everybody to kind of keep people updated on current events. So big shout out to Cox Talks. Um, But I also spent a good amount of time in Texas and Afghanistan. And... With the military, there's a lot of times where you get put in situations where it's called hurry up and wait. That's a term we like to use pretty frequently. And with hurry up and wait, it's just telling us that you need to show up at a certain time. There's a lot of time that gets wasted. So as I grew up and and, and I learned things about life, I learned how valuable my time was because the people I worked with and the other people involved in my military career, they had the same value of time. And the last thing you want is to have your time wasted. So don't feel that when you choose your higher education that you're wasting your time because that one, two, three, four years, you can't ever get back, you know. So make sure that you're paying attention to that. Again, I want to appreciate anybody who listens to my podcast. Um, This is my first episode, and it's just kind of about the industry and higher education versus trade education. Um... Please uh, shoot me an email at azmongo30.com if you have any other topics you'd like to hear me talk about. Uh, We're going to kind of keep it up to date and current and things that I think are valuable. And if you don't find the same value in it, then give me an idea of what you would find valuable. We can break down and go into the different trades Um, specifically. We can go into the different jobs specifically, different schools and higher education specifically. Hell, we don't even have to stay on that subject because I want to change things around to kind of make a an ask-me-anything kind of podcast. Uh, you send in your questions about me that I have no problem answering. But uh, shout-out to Anchor the App to let you start your podcast. And again, shout-out to Cox Talks um, for kind of introducing me to this app. And I appreciate everybody's time, and I'm looking forward to speaking with uh, everybody and, and learning. So please like this, share it. Um, Check out my YouTube channel. I don't have much on there yet, but I'm working on it as well. And that's AZ Bongo on YouTube. Um, but again, I appreciate each individual person who took the time to listen to my podcast. 
and we'll talk to you guys next time. Enjoy, be safe, have a good time out there. Take it easy. <laughs>